0: This episode is brought to you by our friends at Milwaukee Tools. Outdoor power equipment gives you the power to clear, cut and maintain the outdoors without the petrol headaches. No pull starts, no engine maintenance, no mixing petrol and oil. Book a test drive now at milwaukeetools.com.au. Milwaukee, nothing but heavy duty. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Rick's. Rix is an Australian lifestyle brand founded with a mission to transform the eyewear industry by creating carefully crafted eyewear that inspires confidence. Everybody should be able to enjoy a touch of luxury and the confidence it brings. See the world differently today. Head online now at rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Welcome to
1: Tommy Talks, brother. <laughs> it's good to be here, mate. It's good to have you, mate. What a week you've had. Yeah, it's been a uh, pretty busy the last couple of weeks actually since we finished. But uh, yeah, busy weekend. You'd be the busiest pie uh,
0: there is. With you know, with kids, you're a family man. You love your events. You're a social guy. You love your cod. You're also dominating. <laughs> you're also dominating on the footy field.
1: There'd be a lot going on in your life compared to the norm. Would you say? Yeah. You can uh, you can definitely say that's true. Uh, I think this year in particular, I'm not sure if it was like this um, pre-COVID, probably not because I didn't really have like two kids at the age that they are, but uh, all the events um, going on, um, playing footy. Um, we actually called me the second Eddie Maguire at one stage because oh, I, I was that busy going to so many <laughs> events on weekends and stuff. But um, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Uh, getting out of bed again, socializing, it's nice. You've
0: got to fill the social bucket up, don't you, if you're a social
1: guy? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, we thrive off that, and Mickey and I, like, you know, being from the country, feel we're very humble and grateful to be invited to anything, um, so whenever we get the chance, yeah, we'll try and make the most of it. Big shout out, Mickey, She's a superstar. When did you two meet? Uh, we originally knew each other through school, uh, school sports, um, and then uh, she played netball for Aubrey, and I played for Alpine Eagles under-18s, whatever, and then- uh, Yeah, right. one day, Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Click the uh, ad friend on Facebook. Was <laughs> it wasn't a Facebook ad? Was it? Yeah, but uh, apparently I didn't accept it for like two weeks. <laughs> Playing hardball. And, yeah, and then I uh, yeah sent her a message on Christmas Day. That, oh, Chrissy Day. So, so I keep I'll keep telling her best Christmas present she's ever got. <laughs> <laughs> what you would say? How long you've been together for? Uh this is uh, this was in 2011, uh, end of 2011 Christmas. Sorry. So what's that? It'll be 11 years this year. Yeah, wow. have yeah, been married since 2016. Well done. Yeah. That's super. We'll
0: start there. Then growing up, like, do you want to touch on where you did grow up and where you played your local footy?
1: Yep. Yeah, so Myrtleford, small country town. Um, absolutely love the place. Um, obviously didn't know any different back there, but um, yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, got to run against you, mate, in the under nines and under tens, 400, 800. Um, but yeah, I, I had a, did some athletics, little, little athletics, basketball and football growing up. Those, those are my sports. You went all right at athletics? Yeah, well, I was telling the footy boys this year when we had to do a bit of a Who Am I and I got up a few photos and um, told them how I was one of the golden under nines. <laughs> um, there was a photo of me gut running but then obviously went back under 10s and got smoked. Mate, um, I've got a funny one here. you brought it up. So I've actually got a present. I wanted to bring it in. I was going to bring it in later but we're going to get straight to
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at this. So i got the photo right here. P- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you pit me. I've a second. <laughs> I've got that, me medal, mate. I've got me second <laughs> medal.
1: I've got me old man to find it. Oh, that is unreal. Mine will be at home. I've got a little uh, box at home with all my ribbons and photos. Oh, and, mate. I was uh, like, I've got some <laughs> hit running as a kid. <laughs> how good is that? I was like, Dad, you got to find the
0: photo where Crispy gave oh, it to me man. in the final. Are showing the camera, this? No, is- show the cameras. Yeah, hold it up in front of that one. I think. Braden will take a photo of it. <laughs> I, uh, I I want to know who this guy is as well. Like, I, I called him Mr. Caulfield. He's. He gave it to me in the. Uh, I'll put it up here so Braden can zoom in, pull it back towards me. This guy, I called him Mr. Caulfield because he ruined my life the night before. I remember we had an 800 meter event. This is under nine, so yeah. the memory's strong. <laughs> and um, I like to lead. I like to lead in the 800 and 1500. Yeah, yeah, okay and I went out real hard and so did he and he wouldn't give me the lead and then we kept overtaking each other and on the last 200 I blew up and come fourth (laughs) (laughs) and I missed the medals and I'll never forget I was like the old man's like mate I told you to run your race don't be stupid and anyway, then me and you get to race each other the next day, and you hit me. You've got the, <laughs> yeah. you got the, you got the gold, and I got the second. Oh, it took, but I got to beat Mr. Caulfield, so I want to know yeah. who this bloke is because uh, he, uh, he gave me demons there for a night. Oh, Athletics God. was so much fun growing up.
1: Yeah, no, it was good. I had a lot of enjoyment. I used to do it Wengarata. I think it was once a week, um, and then obviously get the chance to running a few of these events. I'm wearing the Wengarata kit. Um, Got the running shoes on and everything. Um, but yeah, Jesus was nerve wracking coming down in Melbourne to do that.
0: How much how many ner- like I will never forget how, I used to almost piss my pants waiting yeah. in line. Like I'd be my old man be he was my trainer, my dad, my best mate. Everyone else. Some people at this level, under I know there's a guy called Simo Rasic. Do you remember that guy? Do you remember that name? Really, he was a guy from Essendon, and I remember he was winning everything. And Jed Buse was running around as yeah, well. Well,
1: is Jed Busey only he's the only one that beat that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busey beat him, in a, and and um, this guy
0: was so good. He was faking blokes on the starting line at under tens, and yeah, he ran. What didn't he win
1: every race? I think I know the bloke you're talking about. Yeah, he
0: was the he, um, he was the biggest name in our year level, and yeah. I think even you know, through athletics. He didn't lose for years or something. Yeah, Victoria, like at the time, he hadn't lost and Busey beat him.
1: Yeah, and then he didn't crack it after that or something?
0: Yeah, I think he cracked it, but he was doing false starts and all that at at athletics and his name was Simo. I think his name was Simo Rasik. I'll I'll shout him out because he was a superstar runner and we'd all get a bit nervous running against him, especially
1: in the sprints. But Yeah, I remember, I think it was one year I didn't race against him and then it might have been the next year. He hadn't done the short distance before and then he came out and just won that and or the 400 might have been just – got Gold shadow, yeah, yeah, I missed the medals, so I came third maybe. And then,
0: yes, yeah, so very good. good this photo is so funny, yeah, just a machine from back in under nines. <laughs> I got the big buck teeth as well, you could tell that I was going to have big chompers.
1: <laughs> it's uh, was that your pet event? What because 400 was probably my event looking back. Well, I had like- 400 and 800. Um, as I got a bit older, went into the 1500, I think. Um, didn't mind the cross country, which I think we had a few cross country races, but you were better at. At that than I was as we got older, but longer, um, yeah, yeah, I wasn't too bad middle distance. You got the fast switch fibers, mate. Oh yeah. I trained them well. <laughs> Very quick. Uh, no, I've always, yeah, I thought I was a bit of like an all-rounder, but um, at school and stuff, I was getting beaten in the 100s in the and 200s, so that wasn't for me. Oh really? Yeah, I had a, we had a couple of quick guys that did pretty well as well, but made the relay team. I was I was the fourth. I was yeah. a, I was the finisher. Well, you uh,
0: when you come up to the city for athletics, especially because I just now that we're talking about it, it's it's I've never really spoken about it too much. Cause <laughs> no one else really got there. Oh, so I was the only guy I think from Gisborne. I represented Gisborne. Riddles Creek didn't have a yeah. running club or a, you know athletics, um, whatever you call them team. So I think I was one of the first ones to make this, yeah, okay. t- to get a medal. But I remember going there and I was on my own because you normally have a big group of yeah. people that was supporting you and in your in your club, like, you know, Essendon, you'd see the black and red everywhere and, yeah, um, so and yeah, especially
1: we, other teams. We didn't but, have much that either. Oh, so you were a small, small squad as well? Well, yeah, I think to make the state, I think it was, might've been only five or six people. I've actually, um, dad sent me a photo this year um when I was to do the Who Am I for the club that I think it was like. Um, uh, have been six of us, three and three. That look represented Um but they might have been at different times. And obviously, I was the one in my age group, so I was just me and Mum hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So how nervous would you get before a race? Yeah, you just stand there, just don't know what to do. Don't talk to anyone. Oh. and then when they say on your marks, you're like, oh god, oh god,
0: oh god. Yeah, I <laughs> know. <laughs> and then on the all of a sudden, you're on the back straight, and you're just giving yeah. it. There's a crowd's going wild. Gut running. Yeah, gut running. <laughs> Oh, that's great! I, just, I, just, I certainly think that um, when I have kids it, one day, that they'll be doing, they'll be going in the athletics yeah. carnival. How about your kids? Have you got them in the athletics? I know they do. The, they do a lot of gymnastics. Uh, yeah,
1: probably. Um, obviously, when they get to school, it'll be a bit different with a few more things. But we feel like Lila's pretty quick, and she'll um benefit from maybe doing a bit of that. But um, yeah, they've been doing a lot of gymnastics, um, a lot of ballet. Um, they did some ready, to go there for a while, and obviously swimming. So they've had a fair bit going on. Um, but obviously when Lila gets to school next year, I'll probably be a bit more settled and we'll suss out what we're going to do outside of the school programs.
0: You spoke about, uh, the who am I? So what's that? Did Fly just say, I want people to get up and explain who they actually are, where they're from and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. A
1: bit like a kind of tell your story. Um, you know, Fly's obviously big on building relationships and stuff like that. So it wasn't just the players. Um, it was staff as well, just at different times. Um, you'd talk, you know, sort of tell your story, um, open up a bit, I guess. Um, a lot of people have some uh, pretty full on stories. Other people obviously aren't as much because uh, obviously everyone's got their own different lives and different stories and different paths and shapes to, shapes them to who they are. So it just provided more of an insight onto you as a person. Um, yeah, and build that relationship a bit more. They're great when people do that. Yeah.
0: They, the Giants did them as well, really well. It was, uh, they call it like a resilience chat, though. It was a bit different, probably yeah. more a time in their life where they, Faced a lot of adversity, and they told the story, and it, it that certainly opens up conversation where you go, "Wow, I didn't know that!" Yeah. And it, it's it's amazing for relationships. It makes that group tighter because it's kind yeah, of one of the things you only exactly. you only share that with those people in that room, don't you? Yeah. You don't really talk about it away. Yeah, but it was good because like this was
1: not only the obviously the sad and unfortunate things, but the the good and happy things in their life, and um, yeah, the things that they love doing, their hobbies, whatever it was, and who they share that with. Well, so let's let's yeah, talk about good.
0: the good for you. What are your hobbies? What do you what do you love?
1: I oh, obviously love being with the family and kids. So when I get the chance, um, yeah, I love spending time with them. That's why I'm looking forward to going on holidays tomorrow, which would be nice, um, get some sun. But uh, other outside the kids, I like to have a hit of golf. I'm pretty average, but I'll play some golf. Um, I'll play some Call of Duty with a couple of mates. I'm pretty average at that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, just some washing. Yeah, <laughs> you do it all. Yeah, well, then, other than that, Jack obviously. Jack of all trades. Pun unintended. Yeah, yeah unintended. But yeah, other than that, obviously, enjoyed a bit of a social life as well. It's
0: yeah. great. Ah uh, it's good and that's probably the country boy coming out of here. Yeah. Yep. Growing up Myrtleford. so Fraser Dale rings a bell Frankie. Yeah. Was he did he play footy yeah, he went with to you? school with him. At, yeah, uh, Frankie come to yeah. to EKC for year 11 and 12. That's right. Yeah. Maddie Tabernard would have been down that way. Yeah, oh, yeah he played footy with him too, yep. Yeah. Yep. What was the what was the duck like? We call him the duck Wayne yeah. Carey Jr we call him cause, <laughs> just cuz he hated it when we were there but wh- what was Tabs like to play with back then? No, he was good.
1: It was good. Um I remember my first recognition of Tabs I think it was under 16s prelim or one of the when he was playing for Brighton, I was playing for Myrtleford, and we were playing on each other. And we were just going for some contest out wide, and this bloke wasn't giving up. I was like, oh, who the hell is this? Like, I'm going to have to fight real hard here. We're just fighting, scrapping, whatever it was. And then I kind of remembered who he was the next time. I had to play on him in defense when he was a forward, and he kept taking some marks. And I was like, yeah, I'm not playing defense again. <laughs> I'm no good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, and obviously, under 18s, we played together at the Alpine Eagles and Murray Bush Rangers. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we become pretty good mates there. And um, yeah, he just shot up in height and um, Didn't he? great tank, played the game really well. So yeah, he's a good player. Has a massive tank, works really yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, did it the hard way as well. Yeah, no, he did. He's um, a yeah, great fellow and worked really hard to get to where he is. When you were selected in the draft, Brizzy? Yep. What yep. pick? 40 in the rookie draft. Oh, were you rookied? Yeah. That's it. unbelievable. Well, yeah, I'll tell you a story. Yeah, tell me the story. So went to my uncle's place to watch the draft. Um, I think there was a good chance. I had about, I think it was a dozen Club interviews at the Draft Combine. Um, didn't get picked up that night. So I got some mates over, had some beers, whatever. But then like two days after the draft, like all my friends were going to schoolies. So mm-hmm. the next day after the draft, got mum and dad to book me a week in schoolies with me mates. So I went up there for a week straight away after the draft. Came back, trained in St Kilda for a week. And then I think the rookie draft was somewhere in December after that. So then I was just playing PlayStation at home. Mum was watching it. Got picked up by Brisbane. Yeah, and three days later I was up in Brisbane for a week before Christmas break.
0: That's unbelievable. So, yeah,
1: it was pretty crazy, pretty full on. Um, But, yeah, I got to, you know, obviously go to school, he's then get drafted, so... Not a, a lot of guys can say that in the AFL.
0: It's a great story. We're going yeah. to talk about what's happened. So you've won the BNF in what it was an amazing year for as a team for the Pies. We'll, we'll go to that later. So, and you're talking about being rookie drafted. Now, this is this is great because it's a great story and everyone loves a rookie story because they're just, you know, you've done it the hard way. Yeah. But schoolies is the biggest roadblock. <laughs> like I remember, whole, I miss schoolies, right? So and yeah, you're still got, playing. You drafted, yeah, yeah, so you're still playing. I went first round. Now, this just goes to show it's a long game here. You don't need to go <laughs> early in the draft. You're still playing. You're dominating, and you got schoolies in. I miss schoolies, and all my mates ever do is talk about schoolies yeah. stories. Probably moved on a bit now, but for the first five years of my career, it was like, oh, I aggle with schoolies. Gold? Does your friends go to Gold Coast? Yeah, we all went to Gold Surf- Coast. Surfers Paradise, yeah, Surfers yeah. Paradise. All got
1: stories. I mean, you've done it well in the end. Well, yeah, no, it was, it was all right. Like I think um, I said, I had to stay at one joint for two nights, or maybe one night. By myself, but I ended up having one of my mates. All the last ones out, he just crashed on my bed with me anyway. And then we took the suitcases down. I had my own room at school anyway, and yeah, just having to work out really well. So I got to have a great week with my mates, and then obviously yeah, then get picked up. But Were well, you didn- shattered when you were there as well, though. Like, was it- oh, I was yeah, pretty shattered. I got, yeah, didn't get picked up, so I probably contributed to I don't know how much drinking I did <laughs> yeah, or stressor yeah. up there. But um, I still like uh, I think I ran three or four days up there just because just trained, just because um. Well, people, like my manager was talking about maybe getting a gig to train somewhere. So I kept running to make sure I was still doing that, mm. um, even though I struggled some mornings on the run. Well, we've all run hungover. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. sometimes you run dead up. Mate, well, the first morning, I was felt great, run along the beach. Yeah. Um, I was probably still running off adrenaline or whatever then, but um, we will say adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull, yeah. Um, But yeah, and then got down to St. Saint- I didn't, so my dad picked me up from the Melbourne airport straight when we flew back and then- uh, Drop me off at my cousin's house in um, Melbourne, and then yeah, he would, I'd get a lift to, with Sammy Crocker down to St Kilda to train down when they were Seaford. What
0: was the moment like when you got picked up? So you're playing PlayStation. Did yeah. you know the Did you know the rookie was on, but you just didn't want to look? Yeah,
1: zone, so I knew it was on. So you're like, Mum, just scream out if I get me name yeah, picked. Mum was just sitting outside having a ciggy, watching the iPad, whatever it all oh, was in Wangaratta. No, nah, oh, in Myrtleford. Murdochford, sorry, yeah, down London. Um, I think Fraser went
0: before me. Frankie went to the pot, uh, to the um, Carlton, Carlton yeah, to yeah. the Blues.
1: Um, and then Mum's like, oh, Fraser went. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, blues. don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not it's not me. <laughs> anyway, so I went back inside and she comes in, opens the doors. Woohoo, you got picked up. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, pause game. <laughs> pause the cod game. Hey, boys, gotta go. Yeah. Uh, so I was, yeah, very excited, but I was still probably in a little bit of disbelief and had to see my name actually there. Um, it was online then, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't like T was, V. It was like online no, no. on like a, you had to keep refreshing the, the yeah, browser. they'd just come through like online. Names names would just pop up. Oh, if yeah. you got picked up, yeah. And then um I think the uh Brisbane like bloke who looks after the list side of things from Melbourne came up uh, came and came spoke to me, whatever. And then um yeah, I had two days or three days of what it was to pack bags, say bye, whatever. But it was only a week I was gonna be in Brisbane until the Chrissy break. Yeah. So it wasn't too long, which is good. So yeah, went up. Went on one of the hardest camps in my life. Yeah, straight you, away. Yeah, straight into it. Isn't it? No <laughs> mucking yeah. around. No, and then uh, yeah, had a good Chrissy break, and then was fully into it. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's
0: for It would have been a long drive for that bloke just to come pick you up. <laughs> yeah, he'll be right. Probably a, part of his job. He knew I was going. I know, on. he's getting paid to do it. Yeah. When you went there, so you just got smashed and you're back
1: for Christmas. Did you have like a? Did they have like a piss up at the end of the- Yeah. So what it was, I got there on the Friday. Went around. I was no Thursday. Went around meeting everybody. Friday we had a training session, all the young uh, first years whatever, was pretty light. And I think Saturday morning they had another, like a running session. And then we had a cricket day, boys split up into four teams, played cricket and had a bit of a piss up, which was nice. And then on the Monday to the Wednesday was uh, a, a very hard camp. It was called a special emergency response team camp what? run by those blokes. So it was, it was a bit, um, yeah, it was a bit of an eye opener, just like kind of, you know, fall in line, number off, blah, 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 if you get punished if you do things. But um, I remember we had to wear white, uh, white singlets. We had nu- we had to number ourselves off in order from um, a second letter of our name. So I was A and then AC for Jack, so I was number one. And they referred to us as number one, two, three, four. Um, had our backpacks on with our food for a couple of days. and No food in there really? Not really. It's just like the condensed milk. Um, wow. some up and goes yeah and then it was like um, they woke us up in the middle of the night to hold our bags above our heads and um, went back to sleep um, and blokes stayed dressed that time because the first time we went to sleep um, everyone like took their socks and stuff off and then they came in waking us up going "Everyone struggling to get their clothes yeah. on they like get down now and I was like oh Okay. <laughs> um, and then we had to go jump in a river and try and move some trucks and they obviously had it purposely with the handbrake on so you couldn't move it to obviously get their team, teamwork going on and hecking work together and stuff like that. So That wasn't too bad. Yeah, and then by the Wednesday, we'll, everyone's just like tired, knackered and then I flew home Thursday. <laughs> Those camps are, I don't know, what do you think of them? Do you think they're good? I think they're good to a degree. I was just my like second day at the footy club. I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah, you like, think you got to go in there and put it.
0: Was Fev there at the time? Nah, the year after
1: you gone. Okay, but who was there? Jonathan Brown would have been there. Yeah. Uh, no. So this was the first of four years. That oh, the older first fe- of four years. The older guys did that the year before. Oh, so they've just yeah. got the young squeezers. Yeah, just obviously uh, open them up. to it's good teamwork you, and environment and culture. The best
0: thing about it is you get to share a bond well, within the first of yeah, four years. You get so to know some people. That was
1: really good. Um, obviously being at the club for like three, four days before that, just built those relationships really well again. So Who'd you
0: click with? Like who was your, was there anyone that you remember just going boom?
1: Yeah, me and Elliot, yeah, we got along really well. Yo-we. Right from the start, yeah. Um, so we had a few first years, we had Billy Longer, Sam Doherty. Big Bill. Um, yeah, Elliot, myself, um, uh, was a bloke called Richie Newell, who I'm still good mates with. Um, and then in the second year was Jared Pollack, um, there was, who else was there? Rowan Buick, Jesse O'Brien. Jordan Lyle, if you remember any of those blokes. Ryan Miss, Lester would Miss have been Yeah, Ryan yeah. Lester. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Paddy Carnes. So we, yeah. we had a good young crew. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of talent. Yeah. There you go.
0: And then uh, how, long were you at the, how long were you at Brizzy for? Three years. Three years. Yeah. So you got the trade back. So Yoey left as well. What is they f- all left after the second year. Why, why did they – they lost a lot of talent early days. Why do you reckon they lost a few? Yeah,
1: I think it might have been the second year when they labeled them the go home five or whatever it was. Yeah. So – I don't know. If, I don't know if blokes were homesick or whatever, but those few guys were getting good opportunities in their second year. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Could have been a, major, a few factors, but I didn't. I'm not one to pry in all their mm. details, or whatever. So it's up to them, up to themselves. I'm, it's not, not none of my business. But um, obviously, yeah, it worked out well for. You know, Doherty and uh, Yoi and stuff—they've played really great. It's a good players. Clubs, that really, yeah. These
0: are all together, weren't they?
1: Yeah. yeah. What? Why did you come home? You reckon just homesick? No, no. I wanted more opportunity. were not getting the uh, game. Yeah, I felt like uh, wasn't getting a good enough run. Um, it was hard my second year. Only played the two games, and in my third year, I didn't get to go till around eighteen. Mm. So I just wanted to kind of a fresh start, um, yeah, and just see what I could do at a new club. Well, you've done well, mate. Yeah, you've well, done- I've said it to plenty of people. It's the best move I've ever made. So, not no no regrets, no looking back. The big powerful club, the Pies. Like, what was
0: your uh, first impressions of Collingwood when you left Brizzy? You know, if you were to compare.
1: Well, I think um, one of the things was just how I think down to earth and humble all the blokes were. Like when you like, I felt like at Brisbane, like there was some friendship groups and cliques or whatever, which there always is. But uh, when I came to Collingwood. I just got this sense that everyone was already kind of together. Like there was none of that. Um, but yeah, it was just an eye opener. Like it's so different. Like footy in Melbourne to Queensland is just yeah. like living up in Brisbane for three years, I forgot what it was like down in Melbourne and then come down is just just amazing. Especially training like nearly in the city. Oh, that yeah, I know. You're right
0: in the heart of it there on the yeah, Olympic Boulevard. Yeah. Drive past there all the time. Now, that's the worst street to be stuck on. <laughs> I've been stuck on that prime time traffic. Yeah. If you're driving down there at 5.30 to 6, it's, nah, you just it's might as well get this podcast on <laughs> yeah. and chuck your <laughs> American aces on because you've got another hour in the car. Yeah. Would you obviously um, you you'd obviously train in the morning, wouldn't you, when you're down there?
1: Yep. Yeah, so well, pre-season will be – I'll get probably get in there at 7 and uh, leave it. 4.30, 5-ish. Yeah. Um, on the main days, in-season, yeah, still similar, 7 till 3.30. On the main days, yeah, a few half days obviously in there, but um, the good thing is we get to park there. We get car park passes so we can use that for any event where we want oh, to go to. Oh, that's mint. Yeah, so go on the back entrance or the front entrance, depending if we want to go watch the tennis, go basketball, yeah. go to the footy obviously. That's and, so good. Yeah. Might hit you up for them one day. <laughs> yeah, a few people do. We had,
0: Yeah, we had that at the Giants for um, at Olympic Park, but just – there's you're rarely out there unless I think we oh, had a yeah. Kevin Hart concert. That was the one time we used it. Yeah, I used that for Kevin Hart down here too. Yeah. 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 yeah was, everyone was scrapping and fighting for yeah. a park. So <laughs> we've got one here. Well, let's talk about the pies, mate. What a year.
1: We're gonna Oh well, hang on, how long how long, have you, how long have you been at the pies for now? I've finished eight years at Collingwood now, so I've done eight years. Done eleven years in AFL. Which well, is, yeah, looking back, geez, it feels like it's gone fast.
0: How would you just break down the break down the eight years? Like if you were to go from year one to eight, you know, to now. Your personal development and also the team, how would you see it? Like, were you getting a go early? Did you dominate it? Like, you're obviously dominating now. You've always been consistent. Yeah,
1: so, obviously, I wanted some opportunity when I moved to the Pies. Uh, first goal, play round one, and obviously round two, round three, blah, blah, blah. Uh, ended up having a really good first year. At Collingwood I came third in the BNF. Um, so, uh, Pendles and Swanee were first and second, so I, w- I was like, how good is this? Yeah, like, wow, great move. Bloody taken aback. back. Oh, this is awesome. Um, like, obviously, I've played every game since I've been at Collingwood. Um, but I think it was yeah, twenty sixteen. I'll probably struggled to find the same amount as impact and form as I did the previous year. Um I think I yeah, averaged a little bit less in disparse or whatever it was. Came ninth that year. And then I remember thinking to myself was like, oh, come on, fucking Jack, I you know you're better than this. Like, feel like you can do better, whatever. Um, twenty seventeen was a little bit better. Ended up moving down back halfway through the year. Ended up being really good for me. Um, I think I finished seventh that year. And then twenty yeah, twenty eighteen was probably where I started to like took my, take my game from here to here. Um, I came fourth.
0: Why do you think you took it from there to there?
1: Uh I don't know it could have been like obviously another year in the system. I think um, was our married. Lila was born twenty seventeen. Um, I just felt like I found a little niche in ways to switch off of football. Yeah. Um, my kids have been my kids have been massive for that. Obviously, switching off mentally so you can just kind of be refreshed all the time and take that stress away. Yeah, you go. It's definitely a major benefit. Um, and all the guys with kids would say the same they thing. They do, mate. I yeah. remember
0: asking them. They, as soon as they walk out the doors, they forget about the day because they, yeah. they go home to the family. Yeah. So a bloke without a kid wouldn't understand, like myself. But I used to always hear that, and it's consistent. Yeah. So What yeah. was it? So just as soon as you walk out, all the stress and pressures oh. of footy just go because you obviously got other things that are yeah, more, more important.
1: Yeah, oh, I've said it so many times, so many people, but like win, lose, or draw, you play good or bad. Like sometimes, if I'd had a shit game or the team lost, I'd be like real angry and disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I walk out of the rooms and I look up and then I see Mickey and then she just smiles. I'd I'd start laughing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, stop smiling at me. Yeah. I'm trying to be angry. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me just let me be angry for a second and I'd start laughing. I'm like, God. And then the kids, like they just give me a cuddle and you just I don't like, know. you like, okay oh God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're the best thing. That's definitely the best thing for being for a football. Oh, kids. that's great. Yeah. There you go. They so they helped me go from so that was 2017. Yeah, so that was. Twenty eighteen was my better year again, but um twenty seventeen was when Lila was born. Yeah. And obviously we made the granny, so that was a fantastic year. I think we everyone just had good everyone had a great year. The um, Dom Shade. No, oh, oh, sorry. Listen sorry, to Sorry, man. I was- hey, I think I might be finishing this pod- <laughs> podcast a bit earlier. Have you watched the replay? <laughs> Not the full replay, no, but yeah. seen a few clips here and there.
0: No, I was, support- I was watching news closely. Obviously, Frio West Coast rivalry. Chris Maine, good friend of mine. Yes, yes. He had a really tough year, his first few years, and was super in that granny. It
1: was twenty seven in his first year.
0: Uh, yeah, his first yeah. year he didn't get a gig, and then yeah. his, he was shafted, I thought, his first year. and yeah, then cool he, fella. And then he dominated the next year. But that was uh, – I watched that at 5 a.m. in London at a pub. Did and you? It was, yeah, it was in London. I was watching it, and – Oh, I mean, we won't talk too much about it. Yeah, no, it. we won't talk on. too much about let's, it. Hey, let's move on. Great, great game. It. And yeah. no doubt you'll be back there soon. Again. So you
1: move on next few years. Yeah. So 2018, 19, 20, really found myself at home down the half back. Really enjoyed it. Felt like it was where I could, uh, I don't know, just I played my brand of football a bit more. I guess I was feeling pretty confident as well at that time in those few years, um, which which also helps. Um, and obviously having a bit more experience, felt like, yeah, I could play to my strengths. Um and I was used 29 and 2020 a bit, um, and 2021, I should say, sorry. Like, I'd play half back predominantly, but if the club needed me or the coaches stuffed me things around, needed some run in the mids, that's all oh, I'd put I've noticed in, that. They, in the thro- they
0: throw you in and, so and I, you
1: have a lot of impact I'd on you. Yeah, oh, the first, second, or third, or fourth quarters, depending on how the game was going. Um, yeah, and again, I felt like I'd have good impact in there and the coaches obviously did too. That's why they kept doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was great to do. Where and, do you see yourself – Playing
0: your best footy, or are you happy playing anywhere?
1: Well, right now the midfield at the moment, yeah, the way uh, we play at the moment at Collingwood um, that Qu- week, Qu- yeah, quick, quick Qu- footy, just instinct, you know, take the game on. That suits me to a T. Whether it's run and carry or handball, kicking through the guts, whatever it was. Um, yeah, I think everyone's just been well drilled to play there, to play to their strengths, and mine is in the guts. No,
0: you definitely.
1: I can visualise the way you play. I've still got it. It's like a vivid memory when I went and watched the uh,
0: the Dockers. My team, one of my oh, teams. The semi. Yeah, the Sammy. Just, oh, I was just like wow. And I watched a <laughs> bloke that's really quick. I won't name him. Oh, I should Freddie. I'll name you, mate. He's, <laughs> he's one of the most. Is one of the quickest blokes at Fremantle, and you've yeah. just burnt him down the down the guts. And I'm going, fucking L. Crispy's quick.
1: Yeah, I think- Remember
0: um, I messaged you? I'm like, mate, what- Yeah.
1: What, I think <laughs> well, I surprised myself then too. I mate, just, you
0: were flo- I'm like, he's going to get holding the ball here and you're just running away
1: with taking bounces. And I'm like, and these blokes are that quick. Well, I just- Yeah, I just remember getting the ball and just taking off straight away. Um, there's a couple of times, obviously, I've had a few instances where the ball doesn't quite come back to me when I've bounced it in <laughs> my career, so <laughs> too quick. Yeah, well- well, yeah, I all that. I think I in Freo when we played over there in the wet early in the. Year, it was the ground was drenched, and I tried to bounce it. It was obviously not coming back. Nah, um, but it yeah. skids forward. And yeah, well, yeah you I was kick it. like, oh, shit what I did over. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the, uh, it was good. I felt, I felt yeah, I was running high on confidence. What was as your well. top speed? Tell everyone your top speed. Well, it was only thirty-one on the GPS. Nah. I think uh, they must have been playing off a bit. Bit of fatigue, maybe. Yeah, maybe it could have been. Um, but to tell you a cool story, a week before our prelim final. I've run a PB for 34Ks an hour. There you go. So I was like. Whoo, whoo, whoo. And
0: oh, that's, 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 that's quick, 34Ks per hour. Oh, On it's the, my PB. I haven't clocked over that in years. It's funny. The boys love yeah. a PB. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is, your GPS, <laughs> your stats. Out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves the GPS. Everyone loves their, uh, PB. Well, I've heard that. I've heard, uh, I'm not a footy nuffy, but I've just seen clips here and there when you're f- scrolling around and saw Fly talk about, you know, steel side bottom PB
1: in the gym. Yeah, and are, that was like, like three Rusty. weeks ago. Oh, three weeks before so we Rusty Rusty's throwing some tin around in the gym. No, <laughs> oh, he's strong. Yeah, he's big, good. strong country boy. Yeah, that's what it is. Must be like in petrol cans around <laughs> or in a, a wheelbarrow or something. It's cool. <laughs> though, yeah, he it did really well. It's cool to see
0: everyone just, you know, striving for PBs in, in all, yeah. you know, facets of the game
1: or yeah. away from the game. And all yeah, all the old fellas are getting PBs as well. So no one's Shying away from trying to improve themselves, so where everyone's bought into the program this that well, everyone's just tipping in. Was this, was
0: this year the best vibe you've ever seen? Yeah,
1: yeah, hundred percent, like hands down. And so many people have said it. Even Pendle said it straight after we lost. He's like, it was one of the funnest years he's had in his whole cool. AFL career, and he's had a, obviously a couple of good ones. So that's humble. That's a big statement from Pendle. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's felt the same. Everyone reiterated that at uh, the Copeland the other night, that if they had a chance to say anything. It was all about how great the year has been, how fun it is. And it's a credit to obviously the coaching staff and the board and the ho- higher up and how the whole uh, club's run.
0: Fly looks like a legend, man. I, you know, I've, I'm not going to come out there and make too many statements, but coaches – uh, unique uh, you know, unique men, I reckon. They've got yeah. a lot going on. Yep. I sometimes question if coaches are coaching just due to the way the system is. They've got a lot to do. They've got to deal with boards and uh, a lot yeah. of people and players and there's a lot of things going on. But just from the outside looking in, Fly just has a great head on his shoulders. He speaks well and he looks like he's got a great, you know, like a deeper connection with players than most.
1: Yep, uh, 100%. Everyone would agree with you. Um, that's probably one of the main things he implemented when he came to the club um one thing was making us tighter as a whole one club not just players and coaching staff but admin side that's mean. um yeah involved everyone so we'd have a couple of events where the whole club was involved um and then we would have a side-by-side meeting at the end of the week which would be coaches physios like anyone you can think of the whole staff would just come in and that's when we do the hill miles in front of them as well so, oh, so
0: all the staff come in for those yeah
1: but we obviously weren't allowed able to get through everyone because it took too much time, so it was, uh, it was probably just mainly all the players that got to do it, plus a couple of coaches, mm-hmm. um, but the, I'm sure we'll continue with that going into the next year. But um, yeah, just all about relationships and building those, those connections off the field, um, and it obviously paid dividends on the field because everyone felt like they could be themselves, trust everyone around them to play their role, um, and yeah, it just worked out really well. So it was obviously a great first year. Oh, man, hats off to the Pies and what you are
0: doing. I think you shocked everyone. I don't think anyone besides yeah. yourselves saw you coming from where you did last
1: year. Well, it's everyone's second-favourite team if they don't go for the Pies. now. Oh,
0: I grew that. up begging for <laughs> Essendon and, uh, I mean, the Pies were, you know, you're you normally meant to hate the Pies, but you can't just yeah. – I just love what yous are doing and some good blokes running around. And yeah. Talk about some close ones. <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, you blokes are kidding me. Like, you've had – what have you had? Have you had a one that like you, you've had? I think you've only won. You would have lost one out of eleven when it was within think,
1: a kick, huh? Yeah, I, I think um, I think it was under twelve points. We had like twelve or thirteen wins um, until the finals, where we lost two by a kick. Uh, but
0: even that, like, it was. It's yeah. like, you, mate, it's like I think, y- almost impossible. I would have thought. And it's, hang on, here they come. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I think one of the things that sticks out to me is when we played Essendon and obviously one after the song, oh. Um but. Like we were getting well beaten second th- uh, and yeah, third quarters. We got smacked everywhere. But um, I think we kicked a couple of goals early in the last and Pendles was saying, McWolfie said to him, oh, shit, he's come, which means it's playing on the opposition's minds and they know that, you know, we're a chance to come over him. And when that starts playing in your mind, obviously things can creep in where you start doing things you don't want to do for the team. Um, and we spoke about this in a review after the game. And it's just it was just funny to hear that from an opposition player. Yeah. And surely enough, we ended up winning. That's yeah. the
0: brand. It's like yeah. the pies
1: are never done. So it that bit creeps into the opposition mind, but also for us, we know we're a strong finishing team. We run harder for longer. Um and we actually had some good GPS stats to back that up that we were the um, hardest running team um in the AFL, which is nice. Um and that obviously showed on the field. So it's good to know
0: you've got the, you know, the the stats to show, you know, there's a lot of yeah. It's I not guess just, it's not
1: just talk. Yeah, the coaches not, can really higher. motivate you, but yeah. if you
0: don't actually have the runs on the board behind the scenes, but knowing you got the belief there from, yep. the, from the strength and conditioning belief, team, 100%. and the belief yeah. comes on the field. Well, mate, how would you sum it up? Like, how would you sum up the year? Because we could talk about all the games. We don't have all time. We don't have all day. There's been the, like the Jamie Elliott goal is yeah. off its head. There's, they're all off. The, they're all crazy. We, is there anything else? Any moments in particular where you remember just going, "Wow, this is AFL footy, and this is why I've done it and grown up." Just Wishing I could yeah I think, be
1: involved. I think um those moments is just when you get to the end of the game where you've know, you know everyone's left it all out there and you've just you've just come from behind or whatever it was, or you've won a close one and that adrenaline is that good and you just uh for for us having the crowd back has been was massive. Obviously we had so many massive games with the magpie supporters filling the stance, but blokes run like if we'd won or whatever, Darcy Moore's in the goal square. Dude. Yeah. Getting everyone up and about, Coxie's doing these ones or whatever. <laughs> Ash, Ash Johnson's loading. Like, this is my house, but uh, just the vibes and energy people were able to bring, whether it was from a goal, you know, Maynard's big tackles on like Ed Langdon and all that. Yeah, and, he's a weapon, isn't he? Yeah, he's just big brick walled. As,
0: oh, slap. oh, man, you wouldn't yeah. want
1: him to run India. But just little things like that or big spoils. Um, we really emphasize celebrating little things like the, mm. those little wins. Um, the, and those, the, the, the internal, like, yeah, big things. So yeah, you know, just getting blokes off the ground, like make things easy for each other, but also, uh, those things bring energy in was with all the celebrating. Um, and yeah, that, I think that's what just encapsulated our whole, our whole year.
0: Mate, you've summed that up beautifully. It's yeah, it's been fantastic to watch and. Even as a non, like, I'm not supporting Collingwood or the team you're playing, like, traditionally, but you're just watching as a footy fan, you're watching your mates, you just want everyone to do well, and you... You get anxious, like you just yeah. like this game is so intense, yeah. like you just know. And then you just kept winning. It's just I could only imagine the die-hard, I guess people oh, internally, yeah. even like people like players that aren't playing, but even on, on the field, different because you're just so focused on your role. Yeah. But all those that have to watch in the stands. Well, I would have had the greatest year of all. It's like
1: one of the greatest seasons. Well, since we're finished, <clears throat> what's that been three weeks? Um, I've had at least a dozen, if not more, just randoms come up to me whether I'm in the shopping center or the supermarket, or whatever, just say thank you for the year. It's Mm. been incredible. Um, It's just been amazing to watch and support, whatever it was. Yeah. And they just come out of the blue. And a lot of other players have had the same thing. People just come up to them and say that and say, thanks for the year. And we are like, you're welcome. Well, mate, thank you for the years. It's been it's been uh, all, all footy fans. It's kind of footy's back, and it's been, yeah.
0: it's, been a, it's been a it's been a tough few years for everyone, especially the AFL. They've done an amazing job, and all the pl- everyone involved, every single person from fans to everyone at the footy clubs involved, have got it back to where it needs to be. We saw that the crowd at the granny was a hundred thousand plus, yeah. but your games, no doubt, they help a lot because they're so com- they're so close and. Just brings back what everyone dreams of as a kid. Like there'd be that many kids out there that are just dreaming to kick one yeah. after the siren.
1: You just think about it. Like I know Jamie would have had a lot of praise already from when he's run <laughs> after the siren. But then and, and again against Carlton. But like bloody hell, like yeah, that's what footy's about, isn't it? Everyone's just losing their voice, just screaming, and shouting, and showing their support all the way. And yeah. Yeah, it's just been awesome. What's the game that you love? Like now Because you, you've had so many close ones,
0: but Essendon, the Anzac Day, is that one of your favourite games to play in outside of finals?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think that's um, one of the reasons why a lot of people want to come to Collingwood anyway and be traded is the opportunity to, to play an Anzac Day. Um, it's definitely one of those special games you really want to be a part of, um, obviously, all the acknowledgement pre-game. Um, but then just the, the whole vibe of the pack stadium just creates that Amazing environment where you, I don't know it's just excitement. You get goosebumps. It's just hard to hear, and um, yeah, a lot of people love that. Um, even there's, there's a lot of neutral supporters there as well. They've nothing to do with mm. Collingwood or Essendon. They just want to come to experience the Anzac Day.
0: Yeah. Oh man. I've, as I said, I was an Essendon fan growing up. The Zaharacas goal still sticks out. But I wasn't there then? Doesn't matter. But does it? Um, <laughs> yeah, Jamie Elliott's goal this year is just topped that for a moment. That was off its head. Well, at BNF, mate, it's uh, it's we just spoke about how big of a year it's been for the club to come away and win the BNF. It's not an award that you set out to win, you know, at the top. It's one of those individual awards that you love, and you know, you want all that individual success that comes with team success. But once the team is out of contention and then you have your BNF at the end of the year, it's an amazing achievement, mate. Well done and congratulations. Like how was the night? And you did say you were quite nervous. Yeah. You had a great year. So did everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. an amazing achievement. Have you had a chance to actually sit back and think about it? Well, I've
1: I've had a busy weekend, so I probably haven't had as much chance to sit back and think about it, but I'll get some time over the break. But um, uh, it was, yeah, it was such an amazing feeling, obviously, uh, as, as you said, it could have gone any, There's probably a t- 10 players there it could have gone to. Everyone had such a great year and obviously it rubbed off of the team success, but, um, yeah, I was quite nervous. I got up and dropped an f bomb and started my speech. Oh, mate!
0: Just speaking of f bombs, I had a podcast with Toby Green a few weeks ago. Now we're shooting this. You still come out a couple of weeks, but I dropped that many f bombs. I'm gonna start. A, I'm gonna start a swearing jar. I was me and Toby were on the vodka uh, sodas, and I think I had a few too many. And we were just. I reckon I said 50 f bombs. So for everyone out there listening, don't worry. I review my own work, and I was filthy with myself. I think I went for like a 10k run and just just punished myself <laughs> for the for the. Are you one of those bikes. I like need that? to get some soap in my mouth um yeah. but yeah well, we were just drop i was dropping f-bombs left right and center i think i just got excited and well you, you get just, a bit nervous just, i don't know what happened i yeah. just started getting really excited i
1: wasn't thinking well, um yeah, so what, you've dropped an f-bomb on the uh, on the front stage in f- front of 1500 people oh, uh, they, they love one or two yeah not, well the thing was like everyone said the same thing about how fun the year was i was just kind of getting up there to reiterate <laughs> that and then i stuffed up me word or whatever it was and then i said oh F. I was like, oh shit, sorry, I was like, sorry, <laughs> apologising. I was like, I'm just nervous. They um, all laughed. Yeah, it was a good laughs, but oh, I was so sweaty armpits and everything. I was. Just, that's oh, so I'm-
0: funny. So <laughs> explain to everyone why you were nervous. What was happening? Pre, was there a lot of murmurs in the crowds so that you're going to win, and you have to have, you know, you obviously allowed to have beers, but you don't drink. Yeah, too many beers. well,
1: yeah, that's the thing. I, like, I knew I was a, like a good chance, obviously, um, but trying to eat my dinner at the start of the night and BT's going around asking people like who do you think's going to win a few people said my name and I was just like oh crap man yeah, whatever um, but then obviously as it goes on they put the votes up obviously I was up there um, each time and I was getting nervous and Mickey's like holding my hand like she was more nervous than me and I don't know it was just one of those nights where I was still having a lot of fun selling a couple of beers but I probably needed maybe one or two extra beers to just chill a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get a little bit pure so you can relax. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to find that in between, though. It's where, probably you know, like get- six beers, but then eight to 10 years slur. And maybe yeah. over the night. I think I did it better because I think maybe back in 2019, I might have had those extra too many and got up on stage and yeah, it wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be sloppy drunk. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a great night. Um, it was great to have uh, obviously a big crowd in there because yeah, last year when I won. Won the BNF. um, It was a virtual one. So pre recorded home. Do you mean last year
0: as well? Yeah. I didn't know that. So you're back to back. Yeah. So um, you're a weapon. Bloody happy. Yeah, it's been- um, This one's exciting. for me, is just massive because like, of the season you've had. And the Yeah. It, it's hard to win a BNF because of the way it's voted. You've got to play yeah, every yeah, game. you never
1: know what it's going to be like. Yeah. That's why I could have gone to any number of players this mm. year. but, but to, to win back-to-back, yeah. back, mate, at a big, powerful
0: club, rookie, a rookie from uh, Myrtleford, pick yeah. 40, playing Cod. And, you knew. He goes <laughs> to Brisbane and comes home and wins back-to-back. Yeah. Back. You know, you might go, has anyone ever won back-to-back?
1: Back? Yeah, a few people have. I think maybe 17 people have. So what about- so Three would be
0: there wouldn't be many that have done three, uh, maybe nah, panels and bucks, maybe. I don't pendles, know, I don't bucks, know. swanee.
1: Yeah, you join a leak yeah, company, yeah, it would be cool. But uh, I have to put in a pair of work to get there again. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Oh, well, I'm sure
0: you would be chasing the flag now,
1: yeah. Flag, of course. Any,
0: any other, there's a lot of young guns popping up at the pies. Like, are there any more gems coming through the system that we're going to see? Or they? I know Bobby, Bobby Hill's joining you, yes, and, yes. he's very exciting. You yeah. must
1: be, no, it should be good, I think. But just in general, getting. I'm not sure who we're going to draft, but even another year of preseason in the young blokes um, will take them to another level. Like obviously, Nick had an amazing year. So did Bo. So did Guinea. Yeah, Josh Dakos had a great year. He'll go again. Nick Dakos, yeah, he'll go again. He's so. He's, big, he's, he's, what about his year for a first yeah, year? I don't think. We'll, yeah, probably. we'll probably. Not not sure if we'll see that again. That's it's great to be a part of and great to have him in my team. He's
0: um, um yeah he's a star. He's such a. Yeah. I mean, he's just what he's done this year. I'm actually surprised he wasn't in All Australian. I thought he was a bit stiff. He was, uh, he was amazing, and he's so mature. Like just to, from the outside me yeah, he just he looks, he looks. like well,
1: a, He speaks well as well. It's like a six um, year,
0: you know what I mean? It looks like yeah. he's he's already done his apprenticeship, and he's just natural out there. He doesn't yeah, get too. It's good,
1: you don't, and you want to you want to be like that. Um, just feel like you can control the controllables, obviously, and then mm. um, yeah, play play by you, whatever happens after that. But yeah, he's uh, put himself in a great position at our club already.
0: Well, mate, the BNF, it's unbelievable. Well done. Um, was there a bit of press after that? It was there a big, What about uh, a big celebration? Did you just party afterwards? Yeah, yeah you go? I
1: went to the after party. I was Merrywell or something, the burger joint. I uh, went upstairs and, um, yeah, not got away very quickly. And- they treat the BNF winner? Ah, a few people bought me a couple of drinks, which is nice. Yeah, you get um, too many. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I got to bed at five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, mate, you, yeah, you got to get to bed at five. I got, well,
1: I got lost. Well, we went, uh, when we get back to the room, about four. And then I went looking for Maccas through Crown. Got lost trying to find it, but I found it. Then I got lost getting back to my room. <laughs> um, and then I just sat up by the windowsill, just eating me Maccas and pondering life. Oh, mate. When weren't. I was half drunk, or not half drunk, pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't half drunk. Just Don't lie you. What a fun night that was. And then I looked at my uh, phone and I said, quarter to five, and I was like, oh, I've got to get to bed.
0: Yeah, they're late nights. They're good nights, though. It's always good to celebrate yeah. someone's uh, season that won it. Now- the uh, plans next year. What What's something that you, to, you know, did, without giving away secrets, but you've had such a great year. Is it just, bu- is it just building blocks? Is that you're just getting better? Is that just
1: the main message? Yep, yep. Um, we always talk about um, a big, our big mantra is getting uh, winners only. So getting better every day, what we can do to get better every day um, and, you know, acting like winners. So you've probably heard yeah, talk heard like that. that. Yeah, I've heard that. I like that. It is, it is good, you know, um, be uh, humble in victory and gracious uh, – Gracious in Defeat, is that the right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, But, yeah, always about improving ourselves, whether it be uh, obviously on the footy field or off the footy field, they will coincide and work out with each other. But um, it's going to be great. I think we've got a great standard that we've set now um, and the excitement and hunger is there probably more than ever, especially after our obviously narrow defeat. Yeah, Yeah. we know what we're capable of. Um, And we feel like obviously we're a destination club now With blokes wanting to come here. So... It's gonna be exciting. A uh, couple of months over preseason, then we'll see what we can do next oh, year.
0: Pump for you, yeah. Fly, uh, they go back to fly. See, when I was gr- when I was playing, if we lost a football game, right? I never forget it because you know what it's like. You're at Brizzy. I went to Fremantle. Yeah. When we'd lose a game, I'd play against some blokes that I'd played all my juniors against, and I wouldn't have seen them for a year. And you'd go to to shake the hand, and they're up and about. Yeah, get a mate, how are you? You know, haven't seen. uh,
1: After the game, yeah,
0: and you've just lost, right? But you've given everything. Yeah, and you might smile, "Get a mate, how are you?" Or you might just go, "What I learnt was you don't." I I didn't get caught, but someone else did, and it was like Ross was coach. Oh yeah, and I used to Mm. hate it, mate. Like if I fucking ever see one of you blokes smiling after a loss again, you won't be playing. and it's it was like that, but then you see yeah. what flies brought in. Well, I mean, is yeah, it, it's times over, have changed. Oh, yeah, it's Ten years ago, yeah, times Long have time. changed. But it's just great to see because the psychology of it, it, it is spot on. You give everything out there, you should be able to just, you know see your mate have a smile have a laugh and just get better and that's what I heard that I love is when even if they lose you don't lose you just learn and you're you're getting and you can come in and even winning like not too high as well Yeah. so I like that I like that consistency I think a lot of players would want to be at that club for those reasons as well
1: yeah 100% and I think um, if you're I don't know, you can't get caught up in, obviously you'll be annoyed that you lost, but you're still a person. And when you're playing against your friend anyway, you're you're not holding back when you're on the footy field. You're still giving it your all. It's it's not like you're going easy because they're your mates or whatever. So I never really agree with that stuff because you can still, still be a nice person because I'm not going to be, a you know, Swear on something, yeah. Dick we don't <laughs> swear anymore. <laughs> We've had a few. Blown the swear word. Trying to be a bit of a, a, a bloke. Prick. Just, yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, and just ignore everyone. And that's that's not who I am. I'm a mm. bloody happy. Optimistic, glass half full kind of guy. Yeah, and I'll for always, sure. I'll always say good
0: day. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's not natural. you got to go. Yeah. We used to do the old cover. So, you'd cover your mouth yeah. and go, Hey, mate, I can't <laughs> laugh, but bloody love that style. I'm speaking <laughs> after the game. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll see, you, I'll see you afterwards. Yeah, see you for a bit, mate. Yeah. Oh, that's great.
0: Well, yeah, all the best for next year, obviously. And uh, what about uh, the golf game, mate? You just, did, did you play today?
1: No, I was going to. The mate we- pulled out. And then, um, he oh, pulled out on you. Yeah, he had some work to do in the end, a bit more work. He this morning, yeah. anyway. Well, I was going to go, and then uh, Mickey's bit feeling a bit unwell, so I felt like if I mentioned I was going, Did you have the clutch and coat ready to go. <laughs> it's in my car. Oh, I wore it all, wore it all last week too. Clutch and car, great sponsor. Yeah, Thank you very great much. Share, great great kid. The clutch yeah. and
0: car. I was rocking. Uh, I went and got a golf lesson yesterday. Actually, Did you? yeah, big shout out to Heath there at uh, Northern Golf Club, mate. Amazing <laughs> what happens when you just get a lesson. I've said it for. I don't know however long I've been alive. I just need a lesson. I finally pulled the pin I pulled the trigger and it's just a simple little you know, my feet were too wide, bring him yeah. in, use that hip instead of the arm and all of a sudden it's going longer and straighter. I'm thinking, geez, it's a pretty easy game, isn't all it? I had a couple
1: <laughs> I had a couple of lessons a few years back. They I felt like they helped me for a bit. So I remember a couple of things, like obviously the feet, uh grip, um and the shoulders and all that, but um my driving still sucks. Yeah, you need a tune-up. Yeah. I, I, I've been actually good at the driving range the last couple of
0: weeks. It's been nice. Yeah. Something about the driving range. They go straight. Yeah. You know? yeah. and, and, and then you get on the field well, they and they still the
1: slice, but if I adjust it properly, it actually ends up in the right <laughs> spot. I go out in the golf course, I think I'm adjusting, or I just still hit four, five trees in oh, three uh, fairways <laughs> across. A gr- it's a great game. <laughs> and that's why we love
0: Clutch & Go. We love it. We've got the discount code there. Aces, Dominic Tyson, doing great things. They've got new stuff, Clutch & their they quarter zips out. Yeah, they're they're elite. Um, you know, I can... They're, they're, we're not gonna, well, this is an organic plug, by the way, because we love Dom But, yeah. mate, he's as I go to the gym in them. I, I run them. Yeah? yeah, they're just so, like, they're just the material on them. They're that nice. Yeah. Just yeah, it like was a flexy
1: kind of comfy it was quite jumper. Colder, it was perfect to wear. Yeah. Um, actually, I actually ended up having to chuck another. Rain jacket with it as well. Just well, Melbourne, cozy, but it was Melbourne, nice.
0: Yeah, Melbourne needs to fire up. It's it's one minute it's sunny, next minute it's you know. Yeah, I guess Clutch has got it all, but I wouldn't <laughs> mind just rocking a polo and shorts. Their new sand shorts. I yeah. just want the summer kit now with yeah. no rain because I think we're in October. It should be should all be sunshine. Up. What yeah. about
1: spring carnival, mate? Are you a spring carnival enthusiast? Yes, I do. I do like to attend. Any um, people want to come and go there with me? I do like to win. Um, okay. I'm not a big fan of losing. Love that. Yeah, uh, no, Mickey and I normally get like to get to one, at least one day, Darby if, day if we're sure. not back home. Yes, we're keen on Derby Day this year. We get back from Bali on the 25th, I think, so it should work out well. Oh, mate, you, you're living it up. Back on the social wagon. Yeah, as you got to fill the social bucket. Well, on the day in between, I'm going to your Rick's, Rick's yeah, party. Yeah, the Rick's party, so, which will
0: be, uh, this, uh, this podcast will be released afterwards. That'll be fun. Um, no, can't wait for that. Well, speaking of Rick's, let's roll into it. Rick's and retirement's this segment. For everyone out there, Rick's Eyewear, you know you get a discount code. You go online and you use ACES at checkout, Crispy, <laughs> and you get a 20% off discount and free express shipping if you want a pair of you know, sunglasses. You obviously got prescription and blue light frames there as well, but spring carnival, Derby Day, Stakes Day, Cox Plate, you name it, Caulfield yeah, look sharp, Cup.
1: As with these bad boys you on. need
0: to wear sunglasses with your suits, and if the girls need a pair as well, they're all there. Now, Crispy, chuck these on, man. I've got you the Melrose Crystal Grey. These are the classics. Like, I've always give people, you know, the colorful sunnies, but these are our number one sellers. Look at them. Oh, I feel sharp. You look sharp.
1: Should we go the races?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've got to get you in a suit. Now, Rickson Retirement is – you can leave them on for this segment because it's a good one. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to pick a location in the world, right, that you're going to retire with the family, and you've got to let me know Why? But you can only pick one. But you're cashed up, so your money's on an issue. Everything's good. So everyone can relax. And you gotta move the family to one location in the world and take your Rick Syware with you. Where would that one location be for Jack Crisp?
1: Well, considering I haven't traveled too much, um, there's a place. You probably know that I'm gonna reference a movie here. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We hey <laughs> you got a dream. Uh, it's, uh far, one of the Fast and Furious ones where Hobbs goes to see uh, Dom. <laughs> um I think it's somewhere in Italy, maybe. Um could be Greece. Is it know. at the end of the movie? Uh no, it's one six with the short the first short one where he comes and shows in the envelope of Letty being alive and he's just i was just laying in bed there, the windows open. It's just nice and sunny, and just looks nice. I forget where it's called. We're gonna find the location, <laughs> we'll get the scene from the movie. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so it's off a movie. It's unnamed, but we can find that we can find <laughs> out where it was shot. It might be private here, private beach. I don't know. <laughs> That's great. It's so like, like beaches. Uh, yeah, beaches. Beaches would be nice for a while. Otherwise, um, I'll just find a nice uh, bit of land in a in Miralford in the country there, overlooking a valley. I can see myself sitting up there having a cup of tea. Watching the world go by. That's brilliant. So back to where it all started. Yeah. And then I'll just walk inside to my big basketball stadium and
0: <laughs> Yeah, well mate, you got you got the, you got you've got all the cash. You can do what you yeah. want. Is that the dream to have a b ball stadium or like a little court inside your oh, house? I'd love
1: to have one of those ones where you got you can play tennis, basketball obviously. I don't know, kids will probably have a running track around the outside so they can go to under nine state. <laughs> yeah, you've yeah, got to bend the
0: Yeah, you see if they can get maybe
1: in. a little uh, a three um part <laughs> three court <laughs> driving aisle, whatever it is. I love that. Uh, just have it all at home, like a ranch. Yep, and then a big uh, virtual Call of Duty game or something. Nah. <laughs> look at it. You know. I'm just to things. I'm just in my head. Mate, you got to name them. I'm, be, yeah. I'm all for it. Uh, I'll be good. I can't wait to see where life takes me. Yeah, uh, be after good. football, but uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Beach or land? We'll find out where that was in Fast and Furious. We'll, uh, what, 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 what? 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 It wasn't one and two. It was one of the later ones, was it? Yeah, I think
1: it was six. Yes, yeah, so um, I don't even
0: recognise. One and two is the best Fast and Furious.
1: Oh well, no! I like, I like I like five. First one where um, Hobbs, what's his name? Dwayne come, the, the rock. rock. The Rock comes in. He's got a little, little goatee
0: beard. Yeah, he's a machine. <laughs> he's in everything, mate. He's an absolute weapon, yeah. isn't he? I, yeah. Talk about like a, just a workhorse. He yeah. is in every movie. You can so, only imagine I how I hard he works.
1: Wonder um, how I'd go living his busy routine. The life where he's working out. He's up at four every morning, going to bed at eleven o'clock at night. He must he, just like gym, work. Yeah. Drink killer. Yeah, And repeat. Terramana. Little plug. Uh, Dwayne, <laughs> if, if you want to hook the boys up over here in Australia.
0: <laughs> we should send this to him because he loves shout outs.
1: <laughs> <That's> smolder. <great. laughs> Wait. That is smolder. I don't mind that. I don't <laughs> mind that. Do that again. Do that again. That's
0: good. I like it just that. just happens. He's a weapon. <laughs> um, the Caps Clanger. So you can take them off now. Now, I've got a few Caps there. There's a few there. Our friends at Caps, the home of Headwear. No one does it better than them. Oh, no cap. Now, no (laughs) cap. There's a few more options, mate. You get to pick one. There's a few up there as well. Let me know what cap you'd like. Again, anyone out there that wants a cap. The Homer Headwear, friends at Caps, spelt with a Z. I think this might be me. Oh, I like it. The New York, just that. That looks good on you, mate. They, They do it all. As I said, they've got all the sports apparel, They've got the home of the headwear. Our friends are at, at you know, all kinds of shopping centres. High Point's a close one. Yeah. Oh, you look good, mate. You look like you're ready Sunnies. to go. You're going this to Bali, what, next week? Two weeks? Yeah.
1: I'm Hamilton Island first. Hamilton Island. Yeah. Well, you'll
0: be sorted. You've got the spring-summer set up. I, I wasn't
1: sure what hat to bring, but this might be the one. That's the
0: one. Yeah, leave it on, mate. Leave it on. We've got to leave it on for this segment, okay? So, so this is the- um, Apologies. <laughs> this is the Caps clanger. This is a moment where- now we've had some funny ones. I was telling you, like, you know, it could be- Brad Hill buying a car, selling it a few weeks later or months later and losing thirty thousand. It could be, you know, saying bulging dick instead of bulging <laughs> <laughs> instead of saying bulging disc on, <laughs> <bullshit> on national <laughs> national TV. It could just be a, a blue on the footy field. We've all made plenty of them. What would be Jack Crisp's cap's clanger?
1: Um okay, I'll have a special mention to you spoke about a car thing, but um, I had a Holden 2016 SSV Redline Series. Um, I sold that in 2019. Um, it was shortly after that where Holden obviously closed down, so it'd be worth a bit more than what I bought it for. So that's a special mention. But we're going to go to the footy field here. I've actually made the um, the worst misses of all time um, video. My first game, I think it might have been my second or third kick, balls in, rolling in the goal square, and here I go thinking in my head, this is it, <laughs> first goal. <laughs> kick the shit out of it straight to the (laughs) points. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and Will Hoskelly and Brady shirt keep reminding me of it. bloody... Did a they get it up and club. send it to you? Yeah, yeah, and even Nick Dacos was laughing at it. This, he showed Josh Dacos and a few um, staff members around the club. He's like, oh, look at Crispy's king.
0: here. <laughs> they good. Bring you back down to yeah, earth. You well, win the
1: BNF back-to-back. You yeah. need to have a
0: couple of Barneys. Oh, well,
1: yeah. Those Dacosers kick goals from the boundary all the time, and I can't even kick one from the goal square. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you kick him outside 50 or
1: nothing? Yeah, outside 50. That's me. That's me. <laughs>
0: that is great. Well, we're going to get the footage up for that. I can't yeah. wait to see that. What was it, like two metres out
1: yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, you just smoked it and it's gone left off the boot. Yeah, I've, I, know, I think I tried not to break stride, so I've gone with the right foot. Oh, you've gone the right. That's how confident I was from the goals. Yeah, play. second or third game. <laughs> Bang, straight <laughs> sideways. Crap. Did the coach say anything? Nah, nah. I, think I, don't normally to say I, I kicked that. three points in my first game. Oh, that sucks for everyone. You know, everyone wants to just get around yeah. you. We had a good win, but I could have kicked three goals. And imagine know, how good that would have been. Just one, the boys go wild for first, oh, yeah. first game, first goal. Yeah. I don't think there's nothing better. I think they were looking for a two. too busy go oh, oh <laughs> yeah. <he's missed>
0: again. <laughs> yeah. Was that one the first one of the three? Yeah, was or- oh, <laughs> yeah. the same. Was your third one? They'd be going, this flat doesn't want to <laughs> kick one. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Now, mate, we also have our friends here at Milwaukee Tools. You know, they're here to. Dri- they're just here to. Driven to outperform, they are. And we want to talk about a moment where you've outperformed everyone. You know, talking about driving your legs, that's all I see when you have the ball, just (laughs) speed. Like the under-19s, 400, just running away from me. Under-9s, mate, not under-9s. Under-9s, did I say 19s? Okay, (laughs) under-9s, running away from me. You're just a machine when you get the ball. Now, mate, this is about the time where you've just done it all on the footy field. What's the time where you've outperformed, driven to outperform, and it's a moment where you just dominated. Like the coolest thing you've ever done on the footy field. There's just one thing that you, you know, not
1: many people know, but you go, that thing I did was special. Well, to be honest, I think my best game that I've ever played was the last one against Sydney up there. Um, I wasn't aware of this until I got tagged in something on social media, but um, I was like the first player ever in finals to have 20 contested possessions, uh, 10 clearances and 10 other the score involvements or inside 50s or something. And I thought, I was like, holy crap, that's actually so cool. That's one of the most amazing things I've ever done. So I was, yeah, I was bloody like, Whoa. How good that? Yeah, it was just something that just made me feel really good about myself and what I've been able to achieve in football. Like that's just one of those things where you can sit back and go, Wait, like yeah. I'm literally the only person that's done that in finals, and apparently f- only 15 people since 1995 or something. That's me. Yeah, so well I was done. like, I was like, You're... holy
0: shit. Like, yeah, man, you, you, so you've had very, it... one of my proud moments here. Yeah. yeah, that's epic. Well, there you go, the Milwaukee Tool driven to outperform moment with Jack Crisp. Just the prelim final, mind you, the biggest game you know you can play almost, almost, got almost. Got they almost. reckon almost. prelims are bigger than granny. So I yeah. heard that they I've reckon they're, they're the hardest ones to win. Um, that's yeah. You, I must say, just watching, there's not there's nothing like when you got the ball, you do explode out of the pack, and you um you tend to have a bounce and then kick. So your your meters gain most weeks are just through the roof. It's something that you can yeah, you can just tell. Like not even zoning in. It's like yep, he took the ball. No one can catch him. Boom, 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 kick or handball. That's an uh, that's an amazing start and contestable ball
1: as well. It's a it's a rare one. Yeah, because that's not really something I normally am big at. The contested footy stuff, so it was pretty cool to see.
0: Now, mate, as always, our friends here at Milwaukee Tools, I was, I was saying Milwaukee because I've got an Aussie slang. I can't say it probably. But Milwaukee. Milwaukee Tools, our friends here. They're they're <laughs> honestly amazing. We're so grateful to have Ricks, Cavs, and Milwaukee Tools on board. Now, mate, you go home with a lot of things today. This is all yours. So our friends at
1: Milwaukee are looking after you. See, I did not know this at all. Um, I don't know. I thought maybe the sun is if you, when you're giving them to be putting them on, but... <laughs> Uh yeah, thank you. No, uh, thank you. Thank you to the sponsors. I actually did not know that and uh, I'm very thankful. No, it's great. And while we're on Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was had um I think I was pumping them up the other day with the last podcast and my mate goes you stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Swedger. No, no, there's one thing, <laughs> It's not Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee. He goes, if they're your sponsor, say it promptly, mate. And I was like, well, maybe they like it. <laughs> so big shout out to them. I need to start getting the uh, terminology right. Oh, that's cool. But while we're on them, before we close out, Mr. Fix-It, two questions. First one, who's the handiest bloke on the tools at the pies? Oh. There's one bloke that you said I need you to come around and help me out. It could be anything, you're building a deck in the backyard, you need a, you know, you need a landscape gardener, you need something. Who's the one bloke you can you you'd invite?
1: Oh, gee, I, I can't uh, actually name anyone at the moment because we had a we had Brody, Will, Steel. They were doing a um, construction course, but through COVID, that got quit and they pulled the pin on it. So I wouldn't actually get them to come finish the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't finish it. They'd start it. Yeah, yeah, they'd start it, but I'm not sure how far along they'd get. But um go um, on, pick one. One of them three? Yeah, I'll go one of them. I'll go Steel. He's, he's older, older and wiser. Yeah, all right. Oh, I think he's wiser anyway. Yeah, so. you know wise. <laughs> he knows he's wiser. Good man, Rusty. And What's the one thing
0: that you've done growing up, the handiest thing you've done? Is there a moment where, you, you know, maybe wood tech back in the day, might be in the garden? Yeah. What's the thing that you remember that makes you proud that you've done with maybe, you know, if you
1: need some tools, you've oh, got to walk, yeah, yeah. so you got Milwaukee looking after you? Oh, yeah, so for my wedding, I worked with Dad and we built our dance floor. So I was I was quite proud of doing that with okay. him. Dad, Dad said he really enjoyed that. It was pretty cool. So. There you go. Yeah, um, that's well, about it. Otherwise, I've just, you know, done some weeding. Mow the lawn a bit. Oh well, mate. If you need to mow the lawn, we got the whippersna-
0: <laughs> We got the whippersnipper over there. We have got all the batteries. We got everything, mate. We got it all. So this is huge. <laughs> it's, uh, no, but honestly, thanks so much for joining us. It's uh, it's good to see you. I'll see you again at the uh, Rick's party, mate. But yep. thank you for coming on. Great season. Great season. The team dominated. Can't wait to get you. Yeah, you're coming back on. This ain't just a one and done. No, we, no, hundred percent. We do chapters. Great. We do one, two, three, and thousands, mate. We love it. But um, maybe yeah. Uh, Oh, we have gone through my whole life, so I might
1: need another 10 years, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah, we could maybe get back the archives, but i was still burning that you beat me in the under, <laughs> under nines 400 final. That was my event, mate. I'm still filthy. You beat me, so I need to get back on the. <laughs> That's actually that good that you got that photo. That made oh, my day. Oh, mate, it made me laugh as well. And that Mr. Caulfield I call him Mr. Corfield. I want to know who he is because <laughs> see if he watches. Yeah, bro. he ga- even recognises himself. Yeah, if you're tuning into Tommy Talks, mate, I've got a photo of you, and you need to uh, send me a message. But yeah, he gave me demons. Thank you, brother. All the best. Thank Enjoy you. the off season. You deserve it, and I'll. Um, see you soon all right thanks mate thanks for having me thanks for listening to another episode if you enjoy listening to our podcast please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at osmerican aces if you're entertained inspired or feel more educated please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support righto catch you on the next one